This is More Than Conquerors with your Bible teacher, Pastor Ray Hegestilianos. As a teaching pastor for almost 30 years, Pastor Ray's heart and vision is simply to build up God's army, enabling them to stand strong in their faith. As the senior pastor at Living Word Christian Church in White Plains, New York, Pastor Ray will challenge you today to begin your walk in integrity and victory, forever changing your life as transformed by the power of God. More Than Conquerors is supported by the generous gifts of listeners like you. You can find us online by going to livingwordchurch.org. Jesus himself said to his disciples, While you are in the world, you will have trouble. Not a very popular comment then, and certainly no more popular today. In conflict, Jesus wants us to look to Him only. But, in fact, most people, at the first sign of battle, run from God. Few run to God. Pastor's two-day message, entitled, Into Battle with God by Your Side, recounts the amazing interactions the mighty warrior king Jehoshaphat had with God when the Israelites were being attacked from all sides, and he simply didn't know what to do next. Unlike most, Jehoshaphat ran to God, but simply told to stand still. Now, standing in faith rather than in fear, God moved on his behalf, and the battle was won. Likewise, Pastor reminds us that sometimes we also must just stand still, trust the Lord's advice, and look only to Him no matter what is happening around us. So he he tells him here, do not be afraid nor dismayed. Deal with this fear and deal with this dismay because of this uh, great multitude. Don't let this multitude, don't let this aggravation in your life, don't let this warfare in your life, don't let this little trial, this little testing period, this little thing, don't let this rob you. Don't let this get in your way. Don't let this stop you or hinder you from moving on in God and moving to a greater place with God and moving, moving out. Listen, you say, well, the doctor told me I have six months to live. Well, you just believe that God has blessed you with long life and satisfied you with long life. And you just live every day like you're going to live to be a hundred. And if you live that way without fear and dismay, you'll walk yourself right out of sickness and disease into the absolute health and vitality of the Lord. Come on, somebody give me an amen. And I just want to plug this in. We've got to learn how to stand against colds and flus and stomach viruses and sore throats and all this other stuff. Uh, We've got to exercise our faith in the smallest area. But often what happens is the smallest thing comes against us and we become dismayed and we run for the dristan. There's nothing wrong with Dristan. I'm not against Dristan. I have it too in my house. If you came to my house, you'd see I, I have a medicine cabinet. I have medicine. I'm not against medicine. But what I am against is that when that becomes our faith, we put faith in that instead of putting faith in God first. Come on, somebody. So, so he says, do not be afraid nor dismayed because of this great multitude. And I like the second part. He said, for the battle is not yours, but it's God's. The battle is not yours, but it's God's. Listen, how many parents do I have in this room? You have children. I mean, you you would, you, listen, if something comes against or someone comes against your child, what does that do to you? Makes you mad. I've seen parents do the craziest things. I mean, really, Somebody say something to their kid or do look at Matt, they, they'll kill him. I've heard parents, I've heard fathers say that. Say, you, you can do anything to me, but you touch my kid, 
You're a goner. You're dead. D-E-A-D, dead. Anybody know what I'm talking about? And, and I think every parent that I've ever met feels that way. Well, how do you think God feels about you? When your children suffer and struggle, what's the first thing that comes to mind? What can I do to help my child out of that struggle? Is that not true? Now, did you think you just conjured that up yourself or you're unique? No. You've been created in the likeness and image of God. <clears throat> Therefore, that, that feeling, that parental protection is something that's come from God to you because that is how God is and that is who God is. And that's exactly how he feels about you and he feels about me. When we're in the midst of warfare and we're in the midst of trouble, his heart is aching over it just like your heart is aching over it. And he immediately in his mind already begins to fashion a plan to get you out of trouble. How about in Isaiah, the scripture that says, before you even prayed, I already had an answer. I heard it and already had an answer. Even before you lifted up your need in prayer, I already was in the process of sending an answer your way. God loves you and cares about you affectionately. So even in the midst of your trial and your battle and your struggle, God is already working a plan. How about that verse in Romans? I don't have time to get to all these, but you'll have to look them up, get the tape and look them up. It says, all things work together for the good of those who love God and are called according to his purpose. In other words, things come my way that are meant for my destruction and my hurt. God grabs hold of those things and works them and takes them and turns them around and actually uses them for my good. In other words, what was meant to come to hurt me, God takes it, blows his blessing and anointing on it, and that which came to hurt me actually ends up being a blessing in my life. That's how, God, that's how much God loves you and me. So, so he, he says here, he says, the battle is not yours. The, some of us act like the battle is ours. Now, I see some people in the midst of battle. Man, you're going to knock yourself out. And you're going to tire everybody else out around you. The battle is not yours. The battle is the Lord's. You know what your part is? Well, he's going to tell us right here. He says here in verse 16, let's just keep reading. He says, tomorrow, go down against them. Well, you know what that signals to me? I am never to run from my battles. Did you hear what I said? I'm never to run in fear or terror from my warfare or my battles. I'm supposed to go down and face my battles, face my struggles, face my warfare, face the attack of the enemy. He told Jehoshaphat, he said, you go down there and you, you face, you face your battles. He said, tomorrow go down against them. They will surely come up by the ascent of Ziz. And you will find them at the end of the brook before the wilderness of Jeruel. And he says in verse 17, you will not need to fight in this battle. You will not need to fight in this battle. Well, Lord, why are you telling me to go face this thing if I'm not going to fight it? Why do you want me to go face this thing if I'm not going to fight it? Well, God wants to see your faith. Remember the verse. How many of you remember the verse in Ephesians chapter 6? He says, talks about the armor, putting on the breastplate of righteousness, the helmet of salvation, you know, all the buckle of truth, all the way down to the feet, child, the sword of the spirit. On, da, 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 da. He says, after you've done all to stand, are you dressed to fight or are you dressed 
to just stand your ground. You're, you're dressed to stand your ground. What is standing your ground? That's, what it, that's what's called fighting the good fight of faith. I stand my ground. He says, after you've done all to stand, Ephesians 6 says, stand therefore. So, so he says, you don't have to fight this battle. See, all you and I have to do in the midst of our warfare is stand and face that thing in faith, declaring our victory. Just like David stood before Goliath and declared he didn't have the strength, he didn't have the wisdom, he didn't have the power. But yet he went right to the face of Goliath and stood right before him. And he said to him, you come against me with javelin and spear and sword. I come against you in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ or the name of the Lord. We say Jesus Christ. I come against you in the name of the Lord. And he says, with a, with a slingshot, you know the story we went through a couple of weeks ago with a slingshot, boom, one thing, he just knocks him right in the head and this big, ugly giant falls right to the ground. So, so when God want, tells us to go, he, when he says to go down, and, he wants us to face our battles, face the warfare, and just stand your ground in faith, declaring, declaring, declaring. He says here, you'll not need to fight in this battle. Position yourselves. What are you supposed to do? Position yourselves in faith. Stand still. I like this verse. Stand still. How many of you know the verse in the Old Testament? I'm giving you a bunch of verses and I haven't given you one address. You'll have to look them all up yourself. Stand still and see salvation of the Lord. Be still and know that I am God. So he says, position yourself. Stand still. I think that's a word for somebody. You don't need all this activity, folks. You don't need to be running hither and yon and being neurotic about your, 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 your Christianity. All you need to do is to stand still. And watch God work in your behalf. Well, pastor, what am I supposed to do in the midst of warfare? They're hurling things at me. Let them hurl them. Well, people are saying things about me. Let them talk. Man, people have said things about me and they were pretty ugly. And you know what? I didn't answer one of them. You just talk, talk, talk yourself, talk yourself to death. I don't care. Talk yourself silly. Talk yourself to something. I don't, whatever. You know, didn't your mother tell you sticks and stones will break your bones, but words will never hurt you. The only words that hurt you are the words that come out of your mouth. The negative, unbelieving, faithless, doubting words of unbelief that come out of your mouth are the only words that hurt. But what people say about you cannot hurt you one bit. So let let them say. So I'm in the midst of this warfare. What am I supposed to do, Pastor? Just stand there. Well, they're throwing stuff at me. Let them throw it. They're insulting. They're hurling this, my boss, my neighbor, my friend, whatever it be, the devil. Let them throw it. What you're supposed to do is stand there with your armor on. You're supposed to have your sword of the spirit, which is the word of God. That means you're hurling the word of God. They're hurling insults and you're hurling blessings. They're, they're hurling, you know, hurt at you and you're hur- hur- hurling blessing. And you're declaring the word and you're declaring your victory and you're declaring where you're going. You're supposed to be there with the sword of the spirit and the shield of faith. So every time something comes your way, you're just supposed to lift up your shield of faith and say, by faith, I'll stand my ground. By faith, I'll take this battle. By faith, I'll just, by faith, by faith, by faith, I will not be moved. 
One of the, one of the tragedies that I see in, in the body of Christ, and I'm not talking about our church, but just nationally as I've traveled a little bit and, I, and I've read a little bit and I've seen a little bit, the thing that's troubled me so much is how weak Christians are and how quickly we give up one little hassle here, one little hassle there or whatever. We're ready to just give up and run away. Well, you know, they insulted me. They offended me. This offended me. That offended me. Or I've got this, this warfare, this problem, and people run away. You know how many, how many folks have run away from this church in the midst of warfare? They have a little battle in their life, and they pack up, and they go. Man, I'm tired of seeing that. We're called to stand still. We're called to position ourselves. We're called to dig our heels in. We're called to stand our ground with the, with the, with the armor on us, with the spiritual armor that God's given us, with the sword of the spirit just moving forward and the shield of faith just blocking every attack the enemy wants to send our way. And he says, you don't have to fight the battle. That, the fighting we do is just the standing. You know, this leads me to believe something. that I think that a, a, lot, of, a lot of the fighting and a lot of the emotions that we go through as Christians, a lot of it is just worthless. Far greater to just stand courageous and stand tough and stand firm and stand fixed and stand transfixed on Jesus and just stand your ground and just keep on declaring the boat may be going down, the ship may be filling with water, but you're still declaring that God is going to save you. And God is going to have his way with you. And the saddest thing for me is as I see Christians just retreating and backing up and giving up. But God's telling us, he's saying the battle, listen, don't, don't get nervous about the battle. Relax. <clears throat> you know, when, if you're going to swim, you get into a pool of water. If you're going to stay on top of the water, what do you have to do? You have to relax. The more you relax, the higher you float. If you get all bound up and nervous... And stress, stressful, and, and that's why people drown. They get in the water and they start kicking and, and trying to, you know, stroke. They don't know what they're doing. They get all bound up and they get all nervous and tense and boom, they go down like a rock. When all you have to do is relax in the midst of the water, you're going to come right up to the top. And the same holds true for every one of your warfares and every one of your troubles and every one of your, you know, assaults of the enemy or whatever it be, your mental warfare, financial warfare, physical warfare. You've got, we've got, I'm going to put myself in that because I'm not perfect in this. But we have got to learn how to just relax, be still, know that he is God and that we don't have to fight the battle Our fight is the fight of faith to stand our position, to position ourselves and refuse to be moved and continue to declare and to continue to lift up every time, every time an assault comes my way, I lift up by faith my shield. What what is lifting the, the shield of faith? It's simply for every negative thing that comes to me that would sap my faith, I return it. I lift up my shield of faith. I return it with a word of faith. When my mind's telling me I'm going down, I say, I will not. I'm going to walk through the water and I will not drown. I'll, I'll walk through this fire and I will not be burned. So lifting up the shield of faith is responding to every negative, doubtful thing that wants to try to bring you down with a word of faith. Come back with a word of faith. Hit it with a word of faith. Speak the word of faith. Give it a scripture. Put, your, put, put voice to your faith. The way you put voice to your faith is you fill your voice, your mouth with the word of God. That's how you put voice to your faith. And that's how you fight. That's the only fight that you and I are called to do. Stand still. Get your position. 
Listen, you may have believed in healing your whole life, and just because you got sick doesn't mean for time for you to start doubting healing and trash your, all the things you learned about healing. That's the time for you to dig your feet in, d- dig your heels in, stand your ground, stand still, position yourself in what you know, position yourself in who you are in Christ Jesus, position yourself in the word, position yourselves and stand still. And then he said, and you will see the salvation of the Lord who is with you. When God sees that, when God sees that kind of activity on this side of eternity, man, he will move. He'll jump over a thousand people to just get to you. God begins to move when faith begins to operate on this side of eternity. When faith goes into operation, God goes into operation. Why? Because he's a faith God. Without faith, it is impossible to please God. And anyone who comes to him must know that he is, that he exists and that he is the rewarder of those who diligently seek him. Oh, oh man. Oh, man. When God sees faith, he begins to move on your behalf. That's why he says, stand still. Position yourselves. You're not going to fight this battle. You're going to stand your ground. And all you're going to do is lift up your sword, release faith words, and lift up your shield of faith. Knock them down. That's all you need to stand right there in the midst of this warfare. Just stand right there in the midst of this warfare. And watch and see the salvation of the Lord on your behalf. In other words, this battle is too big. This pressure is too great. The enemy is coming with everything. I don't have the power. I don't have the wisdom. I don't have the know-how. I've never been this way before. Get ready. I said, get ready. I said, get ready. I said, get ready. I said, get ready. Stand, position yourself, stand still and watch and see how God will give you the victory in your behalf. In other words, God's going to knock down everything that stands in your way. That means that God will part the Red Sea to get you over on dry ground. God will do whatever he needs to do because you are his beloved. You are his sons, his daughters. You are his creation. He will do anything and everything to help and to assist his very own. You'll not need to fight in this battle. Position yourself, stand still, and see the salvation of the Lord who is with you. O Judah and Jerusalem, do not fear. Do not be dismayed. Tomorrow, go out against them. The Lord is with you. I'm going to tell you right now, we're going to come to an end. Go out. Go out against everything that's standing in your way. Maybe a poverty spirit. Stand up against that thing. You don't have to be poor. You don't have to be sick. You don't have to be destitute, spiritually speaking, or any other way. You don't have to lack in any area of your life. You don't have to be stuck where you are right now. If you don't like where you are, then you start fighting the fight of faith. Position yourself. Stand firm with the sword of the spirit and the shield of faith and begin to declare that I'm coming out of this thing. Life is going to be better. Because Jesus, 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 you know the grace of our Lord Jesus, though he was rich, for your sakes became poor, that through his poverty you might become rich. 
God wants to bless you. That's not only money. He wants to enrich you with everything you need. He wants to enrich you with everything you need for life. For life. For life. But you've got to follow this pattern. The Lord is with you. I want to give you this one verse. We'll close up. Verse 20. So they rose early in the morning and went out into the wilderness of Tekoa. And as they went out, Jehoshaphat stood and said, Hear me, O Judah, and you inhabitants of Jerusalem. And I love this verse. I have time to preach on it. But believe in the Lord your God, and you shall be established. Believe his prophets, and you shall prosper. So God's giving us something here. Believe the Lord your God and he will establish you. Believe his prophets. Who is his prophets? Well, of the old day, you know, it was the prophets of old. But a prophet is nothing other than a person, a man or a woman who speaks for God. Who speaks for God. Pastors, ministers, apostles, prophets, evangelists, pastors. In this case, your pastor here or wherever you go to church. This may not be your church. Your pastor is speaking for the Lord. He said, believe him. Believe him. What are you you to believe? You're to believe the words that he speaks from the word of God. Believe the testimony that has come through his own life, through the victories that he has gained through the word of God. Believe in the Lord your God, and he's going to establish you. Believe in his prophets, and he's going to prosper you. Now, I could preach on that for a while. Because there are a lot of people who despise the man of God, the woman of God, despise the pastor, do not respect the pastor, want to control the pastor, talk about the pastor, malign the pastor, do all kinds of things. They come against authority. They hate authority. Satan hated authority. That's why he rose up against God. People who hate authority are given to rebellion. But God's word says, believe the Lord your God, and you shall be established. Believe in his prophets. And you shall prosper. So you can't walk around and say, well, I believe God. I believe God. No, you have to believe God, but you also have to believe the men and the women that God has put into your life to speak the word of life into your life. And by doing and acting upon the word that is spoken to you, believing what the prophet is saying, what the pastor is saying, what the man or woman of God is saying, it's going to cause you not only to be established in your salvation, relationship with God, with all these things, it's going to cause you to prosper in every way of your life. It's going to cause you to prosper. So believe in the Lord your God. I like that word believe. It means to be firm, stable, established, firmly persuaded, to believe solidly. In its causative form, aman means to believe. Aman is the Greek word that means to believe. It means to believe, that is to consider trustworthy. This is the word used in Genesis 15 where Abraham said, where it said of Abraham that he believed in the Lord. See? So, believe in the Lord your God and you will be established. Believe in his prophets and so shall you prosper. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Let's end right there. Tune in again Monday afternoon at 2 for More Than Conquerors. 
If today's message was a blessing to you, ask for your free CD of the broadcast for a gift of any amount to help support this radio ministry. Just mail your request with your check to More Than Conquerors or MTC, P.O. Box 8187, White Plains, New York, 10602. Be sure to include the date of the message you're requesting. If ordering a complete Bible study series, a minimum love offering of $20 is appreciated. Identify the series and include the word series in your order. If you simply want to sow a gift into the work of the MTC Radio Ministry, go to livingwordchurch.org and click on the Give Online Radio Ministry tab. Or send your check to MTC PO Box 8187 White Plains, New York 10602. Pastor Ray invites you to visit Living Word Church in person or via their weekly live stream broadcast Sunday mornings at 11 a.m. But before we go, here's a final word from Pastor Ray. This is Pastor Ray Hegistilianos. It's always a privilege to share the life-saving, life-changing Word of God with you, our listeners. And today, as always, I trust that these messages are impacting your life in a very positive way. Remember that as life's challenges come, we are more than conquerors. This has been More Than Conquerors with Pastor Ray Hegistilianos and is provided by Living Word Christian Church, White Plains, New York.